Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And this is an emergency podcast. Woo-hoo! Or emergency YouTube video, depending on how you're watching or listening to this. And it's good news. It's great <laughs> news. The Carolina Panthers have reached an agreement with Taylor Moten, right tackle. He has signed a four-year, $72 million extension as of just a few minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, as you... As you know, and as all the listeners know, uh, we did a podcast last week basically talking about is Taylor Moten worth $20 million a year? Is he worth being essentially the highest paid right tackle in the league? Uh, Didn't quite get to 20, but pretty damn close. Yeah, $18 million a year, uh, $43 million guaranteed, uh, one year less than Ryan Ramchek's deal. Mm -hmm. I really like this for Carolina. I really like this for him. Because he's only 26. By the time this will end, I think he'll be around 30. I don't. You and I were discussing off air whether or not if this is tacked on after the franchise tag or if this mm-hmm. is four years, including this year. Not quite sure how that boils down yet. But it's great because around 30 years old, he's going to be up for another contract. Good for him because if he continues to play the way he is and the TV contracts hit the salary cap. And expected to go up close to a hundred million, from what I've read. Mm-hmm. He he's gonna get another quick payday. Look at Trent Williams. I mean, he's thirty two, thirty three, and he's getting paid twenty something million a year. And true, yeah. I mean, Trent Williams is a left tackle, so they're, yeah, they're considered more valuable in the league um, for various reasons. And again, if you guys haven't listened to our "Is Taylor Moten Worth Twenty Million Dollars?" conversation, uh, we had Jason Hewitt from the Pancaked podcast on with us where they talk all about offensive linemen. He, a former offensive lineman himself, uh, had a lot of good insight into that. So check that out. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think it's it's a great deal for the Panthers. Obviously, the glaring weak spot on this team is mm-hmm. offensive line, and he is the lone bright spot on that glaring weak spot. So Absolutely. He's uh, like a diamond good. like yeah. in a bunch of river rocks. I mean, if we didn't have him, our feelings on the offensive line would be, I mean, they're already pretty low, but they would just be depressingly low. I mean, it would be, Sam Darnold would have no shot. I think PFF had our offensive line around 30th, like second to last. It was, yeah, it was somewhere between 27 and 30. It was real low. And they have Taylor Moten as one of the top tackles in the league. Like yeah. top five or so. So, so. there you go. <laughs> and, and it's not just PFF. It's like everybody has the Panthers rated very low off offensive line-wise. So it'll be interesting to see with you know him making now. Yeah, now he's the highest paid player on the team. Mm-hmm. You know, he is the highest paid player on the team, our right tackle. So it'll be interesting to see if they leave him at right tackle or if they think that he can play left tackle. And maybe that's why they paid him as much as they're paying him. Uh, again, this is a guy who's never made a Pro Bowl, never been an All Pro. Uh, we talked about it, you know, at, at probably a function of the fact that the offensive line and the Panthers in general haven't been very good since yeah. he came into the league. Uh, but to be considered one of the best guys in the at his position, and to never have made the Pro Bowl, eh, it's a little doesn't really match up. But uh, he is widely considered one of the better ones. So uh, Again, I say this. With offensive linemen, you don't know their names. And a lot of people only choose guys who that are winning. And yeah. the Panthers haven't been winning since he's been good. 
So Well, his name's out there now. Yeah. His name is out there now to all the media folks and anybody that may not pay attention to the Panthers closely. They know who Taylor Moten is right now. So I imagine that if he has a year, even as good as last year, that he'll yeah. be recognized as well, one not of the, you know, for the Not players. only that, if you look at, the, at uh, again, I'm looking mostly at PFF because they mm-hmm. grade offensive linemen sure. pretty well and I can't go back and watch all the tape of just Taylor Moten. But sure. every year he's been getting better and better and better and that's what you want to see from a second round pick you know and this is a reward for a guy playing hard and producing i think this is the best thing for scott fitter and matt rule to do because they really haven't had to do this yet they've been dumping all these salary salaries they haven't had the time or the player that comes up saying hey this guy is really produced for us we have to reward him because otherwise, mm-hmm. players are going to get a hold of that and be like, why am I going to produce here if they're just going to let me go? Yeah, and, and this is uh, just kind of piggybacking off that a little bit. This is something that we haven't seen from the Panthers in a while where they mm-hmm. sort of, you know, a lot of these homegrown talents that earn these big deals, they're getting them from other teams. They're not getting them from the Panthers. You know, McCaffrey got his mm-hmm. recently. Now Moten's getting his. Maybe this is a sea change for the Panthers where we're keeping these these stars that we're building mm-hmm. from from rookies. We're keeping them on the team. And that's great. Yeah. That's what we've always wanted. <laughs> that's what you we know? really wanted. I mean, the, yeah. going back to what I said on the last podcast, we let James Bradbury walk. Mm-hmm. And now he was a top cornerback of the league last year. And we had to draft a corner top 10 pick. Yep. So you, if you let these guys walk, you have to find the replacement. And usually in the draft, you don't find those replacements unless you go early. Right. Uh, and again, with the offensive line in particular, it's so decimated mm-hmm. that you you honestly had to do this because you're not going to fix it in one offseason. You're not going to fix mm-hmm. it next year. You know, getting a guy of Moten's caliber. And this is what we talk about. Like, you get rid of these guys with these big deals – and Bradbury's a perfect example. You get rid of Bradbury. Now you've got to take the number eight pick to try to bolster your corner mm-hmm. back room when you could have just kept Bradbury. Could have kept Bradbury. Could have used that eighth pick on Justin Fields or, you know, somebody that really transforms your franchise. Or trade back if you could get a couple or first trade round. Back. Yeah. Yeah. So in this, you know, now that this is done. Right, we didn't think it was this was going to get done. Even no. like an hour ago, reports were that they were talking, but it didn't seem like anything was going to happen. So, this is this is kind of surprising. But now that it's done, and you see the numbers, do you feel any differently than you did? We were all on board with paying him twenty million a year. Do you feel? Are you still confident that oh, that yeah. was the right decision? I like I said at the very beginning of this recording. I think this is a great deal for Moten, and I think it's a great deal for the Panthers. Yep. The salary cap's going to continue to go up. You know, Taylor Moten's going to continue to play well, hopefully. And, you know, at the end of this, he's going to ha- be able to, to get another contract. Offensive linemen, especially when they're good, they continue to play to 34-35. And, you know, Taylor Moten's yeah, only 26 yeah. right now. That's 100% true, yep. Um I'm interested to see what the numbers look like when it gets broken down year by year, where the out is for the team. I'm going to assume 
it's probably going to look something like the Ramcheck contract mm-hmm. where, you know, after like 2023, there's a team option or not an option, but the, the you can cut them for, you know, hardly any dead money, $5 million or something like that. So on our next uh, podcast or, or video, we will kind of break that down. I'm sure it'll be out by then. But, um, I mean, what's next for the Panthers? Like, who's the next guy that that you feel like they need to lock down? Is it Dante Jackson? No, I think Dante Jackson. DJ Moore. I, DJ Moore would be above Dante Jackson, in my opinion. DJ Moore, I would say, go ahead and do. I feel after the way he's produced, I mean, the past few years with bad quarterback play, how can you not want him on this team yeah. for the future? Yeah, agreed. Uh, I think they could do Dante Jackson. I think now would probably be a pretty good time to do Dante Jackson because if he has a huge year this year, then that price skyrockets. I know it's too late to do it now. The, the deadline's passed, but um, it, you know that that might be a good idea to, to lock him down before he hits but that. But is Brad he worth to lock down? I mean, he hasn't if been I, able to stay healthy, and he hasn't been able to yeah. continue to produce at a high level. If you can lock him, I mean, if you could have locked him down for four or five million a year, you know, a four-year, twenty million dollar deal or something like that, I think that's worth it. He's, he's at least average when healthy, if not above average. He played well last year when he was healthy. Uh, oh, so. no, I agree. He did play yeah. well. I'm just – I'm playing devil's advocate to you. Sure. I mean, unfortunately, we're, the Panthers cannot re-sign everybody as, you know, there is a cap. It's not, you know, basketball where there's really no cap. So getting back to Moten, do you expect to see them try him in the, at the left side? You know, we drafted Brady Christensen, who, you know, probably is not a left tackle in the NFL. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm fine with trying it. I 100% think we honestly should because Cam Irving hasn't been able to work out anywhere else. So I don't <laughs> expect him to really come in on his third team and become a franchise left tackle. Right. So... So uh, earlier today, uh, Darian Newman, a.k.a. David Newton of the uh, ESPN.com. And it, it, I found this funny that a lot of folks on Reddit and Twitter are calling him different names, starting with DN because nobody nationally seems to know who he is. But uh, he said something about uh, <laughs> that the Panthers might not want to sign Taylor Moten because they should focus on left tackle and they drafted Brady Christensen who should be able to step right into right tackle and take over for Moten if they lose him next year. So yet another incredible, (laughs) (laughs) incredible uh, theory by David Newton, our favorite Panthers. I just don't understand, (laughs) man. Like he seems to get everything wrong and he seems to hate the Panthers just in general. It's really odd. It's uh, odd so, that the ESPN has him. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, speaking of Dave, David Newton, he did just tweet this out. So the four-year average of $18 million a year ties him for sixth among tackles. So this is left tackles or right tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, with Lane Johnson and Colton Miller uh, also making $18 million a year. So he's uh, tied with Johnson for the second highest paid right tackle. So the the deal that Ramcheck got was 19.2 million as we talked about last week. Um, so he does come in right behind Ramcheck. I'm a little surprised that they didn't and, and they probably did push obviously to yeah. become 
the, the highest, highest paid right tackle. But I'm a little surprised that he he didn't hold out for that. I mean, especially if he believes that he should be. Again, I'm going to go back to that he can probably get out and have another contract after this. And it's yeah. hard to say no to $18 million a year, $43 million <laughs> getting it put in your bank account today. I Listen, mean, I mean, would I turn it down? Of course not. But... <laughs> I mean, so Ram, Ram check is 27 years old. So they're right around that same, they're, they're around the same yeah. age and the same, of course, they play the same position. So, um, interesting. I mean, Ram check, of course, as we talked about, he has made one pro bowl. So he, he does have that sort of on his resume that Moten doesn't have. So maybe that's the difference. You yeah. Know, he's got that sort of recognition. I, I don't know. I'm just glad they've wrapped this up because I was going to be very annoyed if they let him walk because that just seemed like a no brainer to go ahead and get him signed up. Agreed. Yep. I mean, so now he's locked down. I think this is the last year of Paradis's contract, who is our second best offensive lineman, mm-hmm. you know, our center. So that's going to be a massive uh, point of free agency next year, or or the draft. You're going to have to you're going to have to do that. Uh, center is very important, and then left tackle I assume is going to be you know just as if not more important. The guards I feel are okay. We've got you know decent guard guards here, especially if uh, Christensen can turn into a you know kind of a top tier guard. That would be nice. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, even with this amazing signing and, and we're so happy about it, there's still so many questions on the offensive line. So many questions. I mean, this is not a, this is still a patchwork offensive line. Yeah. We just this have not a piece for the, the future on the right side, maybe left right. side, and that's it. Yeah. And, I but, still think Federer and Rule did a piss poor job of, of addressing the line this offseason i i like the guards that they picked up i just don't think we grabbed the left tackle that we need i I think christensen could be a guard or even another right tackle i don't know if he'll be able to step up and become a left tackle in a you know franchise and from the way matt rules is talking they're not even gonna try then we have uh the alabama kid i can't think of his name and david moore undrafted free agent i like those signings too for guards yeah what is yeah, it? and then we got um, the guy from last year that was on the team. John Miller. John Miller, um, who I thought played fairly well last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was at least average. So yeah. The guards, I think, are, are you know, they're not stellar, but they're not the problem. No. With the, you know, the left tackle is the major concern this year. And then next year, as we said, Paradis is gone. So uh, you got to figure something out there. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see how uh, how Moten plays. I don't expect him to be someone who gets his money and then sits back on his laurels. Like no. you said, he's still young, so he's still got that second contract to play for or third contract to play for now. Um, so I, I would expect him to still play as hard as ever. I, I do too. And this is a guy who went to like a double-A school or mm-hmm. a sub- NCAA subdivision, whatever they call it nowadays. I mean, Western Michigan... He played his heart out there. He got drafted in the second round because he went to Western Michigan. He came here. He played a bunch of different positions for the Panthers and has started all the time. You don't hear him really being out that much. I I agree with he you. He hasn't been out at all. He has played every single game that he has been eligible for. So I don't expect him to get his money and run. I think he's going to be that linchpin 
that's going to yeah. be there. So, yeah, thumbs up from us. Yeah, good job. I yeah. think this is the signing that Fitter and Matt Rule really kind of needed to do. Like I said, for morale in the locker room as well. Yeah, this is a, you know this is a big deal, and and not only for the locker room but for Panthers fans. Like, give us something to be excited about. Give us a reason to hope that you know these guys that we are rooting for for three or four years aren't just going to go to the next team because the Panthers aren't willing to pay them. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is great. Right. This, uh, a new era. Real quickly before we sign off, I just was on SpotRack, and they do a calculated market value, and they are not updated with his current extension. And mm-hmm. his calculated market value is $19.8 million per year, five years, $99 million contract. So, Which uh, which was number one for right tackles. Yeah. So... so if you go through that, if you go by that, it's a bargain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's sign off. We'll be back uh, next week to kind of discuss this a little bit more once we have some of the pertinence and uh, and I guess we'll have a few more surprises Training in camp. store. Training, Training camp. camp. Yeah, Training around camp the corner. So. At man, football season. What is it? It's one month away today, right? And from mm-hmm. the first preseason game. Yep. One, something like one, that. Uh, something like that. Yeah. So exciting. It's Woo! almost here. It's almost here. <laughs> All right, everybody. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like our show, please let your friends know. If you want, please follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email us at Meow Mix Mailbag at Meow Mix Podcast.com. Uh, We'll be back next week. And until then, everybody, take it easy and keep pounding.